wait is over. Over. Tell everyone you know. This is the key to your weekend. You're listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast live from Australia. A new perspective on professional sports with your hosts, Cal, Axel, and Cotto. Click, listen, and enjoy. Good afternoon. This is Three Grams and a Mic. I'm Graham Cotton. I'm here with Graham Kelly and Graham Foley. G'day, guys. G'day, gentlemen. Good afternoon, guys. How's your week been? Long. Long week. Very long. So what happened to you, Axel? I went to a uh, long luncheon yesterday over at the Queanbeyan Tigers Football Club. Mm-hmm. They raised $30,000 for the data, which is a pretty good effort for a, 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 a club that's, uh, you know... A country club? turmoil last year because they were all shut and COVID, a lot yeah. of their turnover comes from... Um, the club that they yeah. had a licensed club, which yep. was obviously closed and all those type of things. So, yeah, no, it's so a good money raiser. Good old mate, Pavizi. Mm-hmm. Pavizi, GM, and uh, Captain Cutch, and his finger in every pie in that football club. But, uh, <laughs> no, he ran, ran a good show. They had Spider Everett come in. It's the second year in a row that they weren't able to get their guest speakers in. Oh, so they had COVID. Matthew Richardson and Cam Mooney, and because of COVID, they couldn't come. Last year it was Richardson and Fabola who were supposed to be guest speakers that couldn't come. So they had Luke Hodge last year, and this year they had Spider Everett, and you know, it was a comedian from, from Tasmania. Yeah, no, it's a good show. How many right. people there? Uh, 260, I think. Wow. Yeah, so no, it, was a, it was a good night, but I'm paying for it today, so I'm a little <laughs> bit quiet today. It's because I've got sore liver. What about you, Kelly? You are, yeah. how, how are it you going? It could be a very quick podcast today, Axel. <laughs> What's that, Kelly? It just could be. <laughs> I'm ready to see, um, for folks at home, we, we've got a TV in the background with the Roosters up 30 to 16, 20 minutes to go against the, against the Gold Coast. Against Ben Cummins. Ben, ben Cummins. And um, you might have mentioned, we might have remembered a couple of podcasts ago, we were talking about how Graham likes to boot his dog. Well, there's no dog here, so Axel and I are ducking for cover at the moment. But I do have my Peter V shirt on. You do. Reminds me of what the current administration's done to this game. (laughs) Wonderful game, open, expansive, television ratings are up. It's what it used to be. (laughs) What? Till it what it used to be. Wonderful open game. Uh, Nice touch football. No thuggery. With game managers dictating results. I'm looking forward to this podcast, particularly if we've got the Roosters from the in the background. Currently uh, 30 to 16 with Roosters just uh, had one in the bin. And Hell's uh, blood pressure. Oh, he's the halfback. Second. Halfback's back after going down injured, Sam Walker. Uh, very interesting. So during the week, Kel, while we're talking about rugby league, State of Origin happened. The Blues were white hot and ran Queensland off the park in Townsville. I didn't see that much of the game. I'm not surprised. Missed the first 20 minutes. Um, I didn't watch the second half. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I missed the first 20 and then was talking to some guys and mm. New South Wales were good about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they, they, they were red hot. There's uh, two ways about it. You had Turbo, Trebojevic, you had... Um, Oh, who, um, Lau, um, Mitchell, yeah, 
both Club, halves. Club, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the wingers, everybody, Mitchell, yeah. The whole whole team just gelled, really did. So, I mean, anything could happen, kind of Suncorp. Munster and Harry Grant hadn't played for a lot of weeks. They looked terrible, to be honest. They looked disjointed. There's a lot of pressure on Paul Grant, I believe, moving forward. You think? Yeah, big time. Because they were they he, to replace him, Paddy Walton. No, no, I don't think they'll replace him. To, Why? But, yeah, go back again. But it was more about that he actually openly admitted at the press conference that he allowed the players to set the tone during the week and they were underdone. And he had openly admitted that, which is quite unusual. No, it's a bit early in the panic. Yeah. No, it depends what happened games going to. No, I just think that he's, I mean, he's under pressure to perform better. That's mm. what all the team is. Yeah, a bit like Kelsey's blood pressure. What happens? Two quick tries in back in That was not a sin bin. Kyle felt. Why was Origin refereed to a different standard? Well, it wasn't as if you look at this week's. Absolutely. Did you see that sin bin? Oh, I didn't see why you got sent off, but has anyone put on a report? Yeah, there was. There was? Yeah, not yeah. one or two. And Kyle Felt got a $1,600 fine for a hit that was... Plus <laughs> capitating someone. Yeah. <laughs> I, it wasn't I quite that bad, but it was bad enough. It's a suspension every other... There wasn't as many incidents like there is in a club football game, to be honest, but the, so there wasn't as many to adjudicate, but there was a couple and they should have been dealt more harshly. Than they were. Yeah, I, that's, I just I don't get where the NRL are coming from with their stance on everything. Well, and that they just knew they couldn't do that in Origin because they kill it. Yeah, and, and there's yeah. three million viewers. And so, if they're worried about killing Origin, why aren't they worried about killing the NRL sport? Yeah, yeah and how many people yeah wouldn't watch this game but were watching State of Origin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're trying to make a point to. As I've raised previously, if you're making a point to parents who are watching the game and those sort of things. Anyway, I hope New South Wales flog them in game two. <laughs> Absolutely. Actually, talking parents in the game, I was listening to Roy and HG earlier, and they, they actually reckon the um, it wasn't the festival of the carrot, it was the running of the carrot will bring people back. You, you want an ad for people not letting their kids play. Nathan Cleary was it the other night. Yeah, it was a bit of blood there on his cheek, wasn't it? Yeah, it was huge. But the other thing how I didn't stayed know, on the field, I don't know. How are they allowed to? I mean, if, yeah. you know, in the old when you know there was a blood rule for a reason. Yeah. You know what? It was for safety. Yeah, exactly. So why was it's definitely a different stance in how the field? Any spot of blood, you're yeah, right. off. Um, it's, it normally is in rugby league too. They're just again state of origin. So, Kelly, you you've um, put a nice little table get together. Um, during the week that sort of highlighted a gap that's happening in um, uh, in terms of the top teams or the top teams average well, it was score. It was the origin scoreline that scared me. That's the biggest win ever. Yeah, by New South Wales. By New South Wales. So it made me question, are these new rules, the six again, the, the speeding up of the game? Which was by New South Wales in Queensland, I think. I think they've scored something similar previously, only once. Nah, I, I remember a 50-pointer. Yeah, I think Queensland might have scored a few more, though. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah the margin one. But yeah, so it led me to, to say, well, are we getting blowouts? And um, I, I see you've done a bit more work, which is probably a bit better than what I did, but I just looked at the top teams, average points, which are, are rising. They're, they're at the highest level over the last five years. Mm. And the bottom teams, average points, is at the lowest level over the last five years. So you've got this gap emerging... Um, but that, that is, as you say, only looking at the attack. Um, yeah. So I did a bit of work on the defensive side as well, and the top team's only averaging nine or ten against, where, say, the Bulldogs at the bottom are averaging 30 against. Now, that's not totally unusual. The year before was about 12 and 33. So we're a bit, we're only halfway through the season, so it'll be interesting to see how it pans out, and especially towards the back end of the year when there's nothing to play for. How do you stay motivated? Yeah, well, they, they could get very messy. Mm. And, look, um, and as injuries keep happening too, and suspensions now. Yeah, well, and this simply you're just saying here, what happens? How come the roosters on their phone on that phone? I apologise for the swearing that's going to happen very, very soon. I didn't hear any um, language. Um, <laughs> so what this shows is the, rule, the, the rules of the NRL are in place. It's opened the game. It's opened the game, which is what they wanted to do. They yeah. wanted more scoring, they wanted yeah. more trials. Yeah, but they wanted... it's only happening on one side because one side's getting a, uh, a run off. Yeah, yeah, you're getting blowouts. And, and the, the advent of Sinbin, whenever a ref feels like he wants to change the course of a game, is having a huge effect too. You're seeing it here, like Sinbin's happened, teams are running in two, I think the two other... or three tries when a player's yeah. off. Apart the from other, the oh, sorry, sorry. sorry the, the other thing that would be interesting here to look at is the uh, percentage of time in possession, because I think you'll find that the, the percentage of time in mm. possession has probably gone upwards as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah it's hard to get the ball back. Run on yes. the variance in possession. Certainly, in the yeah, state yeah. of origin, that was the case. Yeah, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. well, you've scored that many tries, you get the ball back. Six again, six, six again. again. And there, no, there wasn't. There was hardly any of those. And so that was the anomaly. I think that Queensland just didn't tackle that well, to be honest. Against the, yeah, that, and then New South Wales is really good. So yeah. that's where that scoreline wasn't. But in the club game, Kel, yeah, that's the issue. Um, the interesting part, other one was that um, I, did, I did a bit of research into the number of people that viewed the game. Mm-hmm. So we talk about why they're opening it up to maybe get more viewers. I didn't realise that... The peak for State of Origin, I, would have, I would have thought we are at our peak, but no. Back in 2013, 2014, 2015, there was more than 4 million people viewed the game. Yep. State of Origin. This year, 2.3. That, that does not surprise me. That shocked me. Uh, is that why I noticed Game 2 was on a Sunday night? And that could only be for TV. It is. Because it wouldn't be for career. Because you put Absolutely. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Three tries within the ten minutes, and it's up the middle too. It's gonna be. A, oh. oh my goodness! Kel, put that pen down. <laughs> he might stab himself in a minute. <laughs> oh yeah, um, but yeah, no, it was interesting to see that. Yeah. yeah, that's. So maybe there's a reason why they're doing that, what they're doing. That'd be a concern for the NRL. I would have thought that crap. Mm-hmm. Where did you pull that back from? Sydney, Sydney Morning Herald. Oh, the Herald. Yeah, okay. Wow. Mm. So, yeah. In other news, our mate Ange Postacoglu, former Socceroo head coach, is uh, 
accepted the task of um, coaching Glasgow Celtics, Cal, the soccer uh, Scottish Giants. Yeah, that's huge. That is, that, that is enormous. Yeah. Um, so apart from the, you know, the European coaches we brought over, there'd be no more high-profile soccer coach ever. No, oh, well, it's, it, for mine, I, I think it's got to be the biggest gig any Australian has got involved with football. I'd, I'd put it almost in front of Harry Kuehl going to Liverpool, mm. Craig Johnson. Craig Johnson was a bit of a trailblazer. Yeah, but, maybe, yeah. But to get the head coaching job or manager's job at Celtic, mm. huge. huge. He's got a task. I mean, they, they come second, but they always come first or second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Celtic and Rangers. So is it... Tom Rodgers there was there as well. Yeah, Tommy. No, he's still, still there. there. Still okay, there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's another Aussie connection. Yeah. So um, Tommy Rodgers. Yeah. But um, yeah, Foster Coglu, as he said, one of the greatest honours in football, and the um, the history there is oh, amazing. His coaching career, yeah, I had a bit of a look at it. Ninety-six to two thousand, South Melbourne. Two NSL titles. This was before the A League. Um, yeah. One Oceania Club Championship. 2005, uh, sorry, 2000 to 2007, he was in charge of the Aussie Juniors and won... 17s and 20s? Yep. And 19s? Yeah, won the under-17s Oceania Championship 01, 03, 05, Um, the under-20s Oceania Championship 01, 02, 05, Uh, the ASEAN under 19 championship 06. Then he had a very brief spell in Greece. Didn't go well, apparently. Come back to the Raw, two A League titles, longest undefeated streak in Australian sporting history 36 games. Wow. Brief time at the victory. Then took over the Socceroos. Yeah. Won the Asian Cup. Yeah. Got us to the World Cup finals again. And then he's... By the way, that Asia Cup was the first time I've ever won it. Yep, correct. Um, And then he's gone to Yokohama and won them their first J-League title. So he's he's got a pretty fair resume. And he left under pretty dubious circumstances, didn't he? He went with the soccer, yeah, yeah. yeah, I I believe. It was, I I reckon it was... He went early. Huge mistake, yeah. He wanted more control over... What he did and selections and stuff. And they weren't happy with his game style. Style, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's always wanted to play attacking football. Yeah. Um, but he, I mean, he had us. That goal Timmy Cale scored against the Netherlands, um, he had us competing with some of the big guns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, absolutely. He had a great style, I thought. Yeah. I assume he played at some sort of reason. He did. He played six, seven, seven games, I think, for. The junior Socceroos and four oh, okay. played four games for the Socceroos. Oh, right. So how will he go, Kill? Oh, top two in the Scottish reckon, League. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon he go well. I mean, he's up against Stevie Gerrard, um, oh, okay. who's in charge of Rangers, and mm. Rangers just had an undefeated season. So he's see. That's why they were talking about him going back to maybe at one stage going back to Liverpool. He's a likely he will eventually. Yeah, yeah. So he's getting some runs in the world. Yeah, and I don't think Liverpool want to get rid of Klopp anytime soon. <laughs> and Nathan Buckles, so the Collingwood coach Nathan Buckley formally resigned during the week, gave a press conference. A lot of people were surprised 
Uh, it seemed like no one knew really, only inside the club, which was quite interesting in itself. But he, he left pretty um, well. Was he pushed? Did he leave on his own accord? Was it part of the strategy? There was, there was talk that he'd lost the playing group, mm-hmm. um, and or part of the playing group anyway. Um, and he said at the press conference he would have been happy to coach the year out if the club needed him to. So right, they that, didn't need him to. That. that would say two hands firmly planted in the back. Yeah. I would have thought. And pretty up. They beat Adelaide last week. Pretty stick around, and you know you're not going to be there so Robert Harvey's going to be the assistant coach oh he's the assistant coach and he steps up as an interim yeah and, and all those assistant coach jobs are on their line on the line because yeah. when a new coach comes in he brings his brings his through. Through. so the favourites are uh, the favourites are Ross Lyon Alistair Clarkson and Sam Mitchell, I think. It? Yep. Yeah, there's been, there's been talk. Clarko's denied he got yeah. shitty the other day, saying so he's just sick of every time the last 10 years that a coaching job comes up, he gets into it. Yeah. You'd have to think Ross Lyon would be the favourite. He's a favourite, but... He's a mature coach, the biggest club on the economy. He's getting talked about for Carlton. Is he? Yeah. And, uh, and that's probably got some legs too. Now they're going to... Oh, Kel... Oh no, Kel. <laughs> Gold Coast. Propped our scores. Three tries, four tries. Yeah, we never thought that was going to happen. Wow. Ben Cummins. Back to the Collingwood. Um, they were saying Sam Mitchell's firming, and the reason for that is they know they're not going to be successful in the first year. And this is a way to develop the head coach with the team that he that he develops with you know, as a squad. So there's probably leads in that. They're probably not going to challenge for three years at least. So. <laughs> Yeah, big, big. I mean, Clarkson did it with Hawthorne. There's been a few, um, but, with this. but Clarkson had been out and coached sample teams, I think it was. He's, he's coaching now, isn't he? That isn't he coaching Box Hill? Sam Sam, this is his first year. Oh, okay. I know Beveridge coached um, VFL teams successfully before he took on the big job. I reckon trying to grow as a coach and learn while you're bringing a whole heap of kids through. Pretty sure Carlton's tried this before, haven't they? Could work. It may not. It's hard for the big clubs, I think, because mm. you get so much way. pressure from the supporters. Mm. So that that's the problem, I think. If it was at North Melbourne or one of those, uh, not lesser clubs, but not as supported clubs. Or as scrutinised. Very much scrutinised and having supporters putting a lot of pressure on on the board to make decisions to say, hey, we're not happy. Um, so I think that can be the problem about bringing in a new coach that's untried. Yeah. Because there's a lot of pressure. But someone like Ross, he, he eats pressure. Yeah, but he actually enjoys antagonising yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine, though, he might, he might take on that sort of... Um, I don't know, the, the, the overarching coach, but maybe has some other assistants that are going to be groomed to be the, mm. the one yeah. that takes over in four or five years' time. If I'm looking at that list, I reckon Voss or Lepich uh, wouldn't be bad. Sure, mm. I reckon Lepich. There'll be lots of good quality opportunities here. Yeah. Like this is a big club, well-supported. Lepich has had a crack at Brisbane. Mm. Yeah, gone okay. away. He's served some time under... Um, Hard week at Richmond there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Lyon 
Lions, the obvious one. Well, Clarkson's the obvious one. But if he's not gettable, Ross Lyon has rebuilt two clubs. Yeah, those... They're, they're, and Collingwood are perennial runners-up, so Lyon is actually a good fit. I'll just say, though... <laughs> he has a lot of... No, he can get to the GF, but... I was listening to... I think it might have been AFL... 360. And I was saying, though, the problem with that is when he went to St... Oh, I might have been the couch. When you go to St Kilda, when he went to St Kilda and Frio, they already had, like, the junior base there and where Collingwood needs to rebuild and completely rebuild because they're getting... They're, their squad's just not going to be strong enough. Whereas he went to those other clubs that had the makings of it and he brought the experience level up to improve them from where they were. They're already sort of... You could see that it had the potential already. Whereas Collingwood's not going to be that in the next three years. So is he the right coach now? Whereas because of their journey, they're such a going to be at an infant stage. I don't know. Time will tell. Yeah, well, I hope, I hope Dave T continues job can't. I don't think he's been there long enough. Mm. Um, there, there's talk. There's brought the review forward. Oh, he's, oh I hope he does it as a Carlton supporter because they just... Well, you've got to look beyond the coach if you're turning out coaches every two years because there's some going wrong at board level or management. Or in their football department somewhere. Yeah, I think Ross Lyon is best mates with Stephen Savani uh, and that's the only thing going against Carl. Yeah, right. Okay. So, let's see what happens. So, in uh, big they, news overseas, Kelly? Just oh, on sorry. that day, yep. isn't... Didn't... Um, Bruce's just gone. Yeah. Don't kill it. Don't make me. Oh, you better say kill. Sorry. I was going to say. Um, I won't bring the roosters up again unless they get beat. This game does my head in these days. Um, the Silvani got speared from Carlton. Mm, that's my point. So, oh, so, so Ross Lyon and him are good mates. So you reckon Lyon's no chance because of that? Yeah, well, they're saying that might be the thing that works against it, yeah. Which is, that would be silly. Especially when you've got... Depends how desperate you are to You've got the Silvani boys playing for Carlton. Yeah, Silvani. Yeah. 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 No, we'll just wait and see. So, Aussie Michael Dixon has officially hit the big time in... In America, Kel. Yeah. The Aussie punter has signed a four-year contract worth 19 million Australian dollars with the Seattle Seahawks. I did almost put Australia's highest-paid footballer, but I went and had a look, and the last information I gave Tom Roglic was on five million a year. So. No. Oh, okay. But yeah, highest non-round ball footballer. Okay. Yeah, Ben Simmons would be on a pretty good wicket. Ben Simmons could pay the wage of every NRL <laughs> and AFL player for more than a year. Yeah, massive money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Lee's last contract. It's free. So, so he's... So he's he's you look at the other punters that have gone over there from Australia, they've been at the AFL system. Um, this guy has actually been just... Been yeah, from Sydney. Wow. And went down to the pro kick. Um, so I, I just, a, just a little thing... Um, the guy through my work has a son in college at the moment. He's from Wagga, mm-hmm. and um, he's a punter. Uh, he was at Boise State, I think it is, and he showed me a, a video, and they were playing 
Oh, I'm going to say it was Alabama now. I can't remember, but the whole stand was completely full, red. Yeah, you know, red everywhere. Ninety thousand, yeah, I think. Yeah, and yeah. they and showed him. He kicked about fifty-five meters, and they, you know, the guy got tackled, which was, and they were just talking about it. So you got to kick at least fifty, and five seconds hang it's time. It's the hang time. That's yeah. huge. Yeah, and so the Aussies actually give the defence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you see that that's happening with league these days. So, but he told me Valandis will probably <laughs> So he told me there's another guy um, who went over there. He's 26 and signed up to college as a pathway through the NFL. Yeah. So it's a, it's going to be a big thing, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's where we're making it. We're certainly Jared Hayne and Fallon didn't make it as um, running backs. No. So my question is: Is Dixon a better punter than Kyle? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> I, don't, I can't kick it more that way. Um, during the week, uh, there was a bit of an issue with one of the Olympians, former Olympians, trialling for swimming, Maddie Groves, a dual silver medalist at the 2016 Olympics in Rio. Uh, she announced she won't be competing at the trials of the upcoming Tokyo Games starting Saturday in Adelaide. A couple of bombshell posts, I think it was on Twitter. Well, Twitter or Instagram? Well, she tweeted, so I'm yeah. assuming that's Twitter. Yeah. Um, she was talking about misogynistic perverts in her sport and um, and about you know, being body shamed and medically gaslighted and all this sort of stuff. And the reason they were doing it is to earn some sort of annual bonus. It was quite an interesting and um, provocative post, I thought, and there's been a number of people... Speak out against it. Yeah, the bonus. She was. I think she was more alluding to that that they were being body shamed and so forth, but expected to perform because if they oh, perform, then they, the they, they, they got the bonus. Yeah, yeah. She's not the other finger She hasn't named really, anybody. This is where it gets interesting. So yeah, think I mean, So she she then put it on on the feed for for emphasis. Make them perhaps quake in fear from the number of people supporting a statement that threatens their existence. Then she announced she was going on holidays and will not be speaking to the media. Back in November, she complained a few years ago with, um, with a swimmer, the swimmer allegedly um, alleging that a person that works at swimming making me feel uncomfortable at the way they stare at me and my togs. She then alleged the person had possibly been given a promotion and then she said, then another one, oh, no... Presumably someone's been sanctioned over what she posted, so everyone should post them. That person, actually, they, they did say that they, she never named that person, but the pool or the facility did remove that person. That's what she says. Yes, yes she said. Kieran Perkins, the Swimming Australia boss, though, for a... Roosters kick a field goal to win, Sam Walker, uh, off the engine. Still a minute to go, Ben Cummins has got heaps of time to win. <laughs> said the reality is that we all know what's on social media she's at no time contacted Swimming Australia we haven't been able to talk to her directly and go through her concerns um, regarding the old post Perkins said I have absolutely no evidence that there was any complaint made or that anyone was promoted because I don't know what, who she's talking about or what the complaint is I actually have no evidence of that 
Yeah. Um, and similarly, that's what was said today, that through social media posts, they, that doesn't constitute any actual claim for it. Yep, so correct. couldn't actually identify what the claim is. Yeah, it, it's just a post. It's not a complaint. That's, and, um, yeah, to... Perkins, and I didn't actually put this in, but Perkins also alluded to the fact that she'd had a few medical problems during the year. And, um, and Gian Rooney, um, former Olympic backstroker, also um, confirmed that girl. She said that she yeah, was yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for injury, health reasons. Health and form, not external reasons, saw a withdrawal from the trials. So. Yeah, so it's interesting. Imagine they have a whistleblower policy where you don't have to name yourself. They would. Yeah. But we in Australia now have to take this seriously. Like in your workplace, if you, if you hear a rumour, you've got to you've got to act on because maybe there is something behind it. And if there is, they need to know about it. They need to deal with it. Well, she's still contracted to swim in Australia, or is, is that how swimming works? Are they contracted? There's, no, there's very little money. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how it actually works, but. Um, and they probably get paid something, but it's very minimal, considering how much time they put into it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think you have to investigate it because there has been too many cases where people have been charged. Yeah, I mean, imagine if yeah. you didn't take notice of it. <laughs> Some really like High-profile people have been charged in swimming recent times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or American football they've been charged yeah, in. Gymnastics now has been a big one. Place, yeah. During the week, um, so oh, yeah, on. Uh, just um, on still on that Maddie Groves thing, right? Oh, I have a problem with wanting to go public, but then not wanting to be public about it, mm. <laughs> wanting to throw mud sort of the air yeah. out there and then say, No, but I'm now I've got to talk to anyone. That I have a bit of a moral problem with that. But what do you, what do you think if? Posts can be found to be wrong when or they're thrown deliberately, out. yeah, wrong, malicious, mm. with no support to them. Should they be able to? Should Swimming Australia be able to go after it for defamation or, or something? They can. Similar? They can. They can now. Mm. Um, you've got, but they would be scared stupid by the work world we live in. Yeah, correct. To to do that because that would be victim blaming and well I suppose the problem here is she hasn't actually known anyone yeah that's the problem but the discredit from Australia yeah I'd, I'd, I'd be be um, almost tempted to, to have a crack and if she wants to rely on the truth defence she will have to name some people and naming people would be a good thing Christian Porter wasn't named in his case via the media either but he pursued yeah. the ABC for defamation and that settled was that settled in his favour pretty substantially yeah. he was not named he was never named mm. yeah. 
Yeah, so it, it can happen. So last week we talked about Ollie Robinson and the, the English cricketer. Yeah, it's social media again. Yeah, yeah. so he's now been suspended. Mm-hmm. Um, so Suspended indefinitely pending an inquiry. And there's another English cricketer who they can't name, the current English cricketer who they can't name. Why can't they name him? Because she was his, his tweet was before he was 16 years old. Oh. And his tweet was, um, the player wrote, you're going out with an Asian... Such a Yeah. Um, Asian through and through, hello, chinky. Which is obviously very offensive and not the way anyone should conduct themselves, you know, towards any race, sex, whatever. Yeah. But he's... <laughs> They can't name him because he was under 16, so they're, they're basically saying, you're too young to know better. So, well, How old's Ollie Robinson? He's 27, yeah, but he's, oh. well, he was 18, I think, when he made his tweets. So, for anyone out there, if you're going to tweet something stupid, do it before you're 16. <laughs> <laughs> Get your dad's birth chance. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, um, yeah, is, is the Ollie Robinson thing fair or not? No, no, no. Yeah. Young people yeah, make mistakes every day. I agree, and if I don't he, agree with it. What he said, but I, I don't. Have, the point. I probably don't have a problem with someone saying, "Do you still agree with this?" And if he says yes, then you've got an issue. Yeah, true. Um, but Stay off public, uh, public posting and uh, yeah. social media. But is it, so what? What? What's he actually been charged with or stood down for? Oh, racist um, comments? Is that a, is that illegal? No, no, it'd be um, uh, bre- the breaching the, the code yeah. of conduct. Yeah, yeah. the English yeah. Yeah, code of conduct. But yeah. it's yeah, it's back into Israel for now sort of territory, isn't it? So that guy may never play again, though. If you think about it that way, Ollie Robinson. Mm. Yeah, possible. Because it's now. I mean, it's obviously there. So what are they going to do? He's done. <laughs> he's, cooked. he's cooked. Ask the guy if he's really sorry he did that 10 years ago. Yeah. And if he says yes, take him at his word and let him play the next <laughs> test. Most, so, most of the people who make these decisions must be as enormously squeaky clean. <laughs> yes. I'm sure they're not. Right. Ian Bothan's probably one of them, just any, to give you an idea what I'm thinking. Any uh, person um, trying to become a professional sports person will be going straight over their social media account. Yeah, it's not at all. And going through yeah. and making sure that there's mm. none of that stuff. Yeah. It sets a precedent. Yeah, what's that? What's that? If Anyone someone's taken a screenshot yeah. uh, of what you've posted, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. People, 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 people are doing it. They're going, you know what? He's a good footballer. If he makes it, so yeah, the telly will pay me. Especially if you're in the media. For this. Yeah. yeah, and the tabloids in, over there yeah. are horrendous. Yeah. So just a bit of a basketball update. So the NBA playoffs started um, just recently. So the, we're going to have a new champion. The Los Angeles Lakers were eliminated in the first mm. round of the playoffs. Mm. And um, LeBron's yeah. in his chase of Jordan. Yeah, they come back from injury, him and... Um, Davis, Davis, so, yeah. so they're probably never going to get there. But LeBron's got four? Something like that, yeah. And Jordan's got six. Correct. Mm. So he's getting up to an age where he probably never reached that. Yeah. I don't think. Um, does, does, he, does he need that to be considered greater than Jordan? I don't think he is. He's as 
is certainly the best of the, his era. I just don't know if he's as good as Jordan. I don't think anyone was. He was quite as phenomenal. He was, but he, he had a pretty handy sidekick. Scotty Pippen. Mm. Yeah, but so is so LeBron. Every yeah, he's been in. But Jordan had Pippen all the way through. Mm. LeBron's. You go and have a look at his cast. He's always had people. He's had a cast, but it's been a different cast. Yeah, true. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah he had a consistent. Yeah, Pippen. Dwayne Wade and yeah, yeah. the bad Same with Shaq and Kobe. They've always it's always been a duo in most teams. Yeah, but I reckon Pippen probably didn't get the credit for. No, that's been identified in the, that series. Yeah, I never saw that. Oh, you've never watched no, that? No, I wouldn't mind having a look. Wow, you should check it out. The Last so, Dance, isn't it? That's yeah, it. Mm. Yeah. Um, so other news, uh, you've got Utah Jazz. Uh, they, so they've led the league all year. And um, Joe Ingles and co-owner Mike Cannon um, take on the Kawhi Leonard Lake, uh, sorry, LA Clippers. Mm. And they're up um, 2-0. And... Um, well, oh, it's 76ers, so you've got the other Aussie. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. So a couple of Aussies doing well here. Uh, they're leading the Hawks 2-1. They won this morning. So yeah. it's, Who it's, was the team that took the Simmons? Well, they, they were failing him purposely. Yeah, the Hawks. Oh, I remember that uh, game before. So. Yeah, because because defensively he's superb. Like he but was, there was a bit of an uproar over him not getting Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, didn't he? Yeah, no. But... Can't shoot a free throw or a three point shot. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, um, he's six ten, six eleven. Uh, very athletic, extremely fast. Handle the ball, he can penetrate, but he can't shoot. This. Well, he's, he's made a couple, but yeah. he just won't shoot them. And in the last few months, this is not normal. It's just in the last few months he's been missing three throws, so they're deliberately fouling him now. Yeah, send him to the practice in that. As much as you can. Well, he's shooting like thirty-five percent or something. Like really? When the, the, um, yeah, so it's interesting. But um, yeah, so it'd be great. Imagine we see two Aussies playing in the championship. Yeah, so who, one will win. Who are we going for? Utah or? I hope Utah win. Yeah, no, I just love watching them play. Have they won it? No, they've been close and they got beaten yeah. by Jordan um, and Pippen mm. with Carmelo and John Stockton playing for for Utah for the Jazz. Yeah, so I just want to touch on the NBL. So Brian Gorgian was brought out of, I think he was in Europe or somewhere called China. Actually, he was in Asia coaching. Oh, I thought he might have been brought out of Croatia, please. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's been around. He's, for been a while. around. Yeah. Uh, his success rate is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And he's been in about, I think he's been every single year in Australia, been in the finals. Mm. He picked up a team that was about to be written off, though struggling financially. The Hawks. They turned yeah. the Illawarra Hawks around. They, they've got a pretty you know, young side, and he's made the finals, and they won and beat Perth um, now in the semi final the other night. So I'm on Thursday night, I think. So, so yeah, so amazing story. I'll, I'll bring more stats about Brian Gorgian next week, but it was just amazing mm-hmm. what he can do with that team. So, yeah, so the NBL's in the finals as well now, so they're going through. Good. Report Formula One is sexy again, guys. We've got teams from all over the place winning or at least making the top three um, during the week. Baku, or what do you call it? Axel? Well, a cow. A cow. You might be right. I don't know. But it was in Abbott. Abbott. Where is Abbott Bajan? Yeah. Kel. Kel. Isn't it um, up 
what country we were toward, towards in it's Europe. Yeah. Um, so you you sort of close north, to Russia or something. Northwest of Pakistan, up in that uh, Central Europe area. Yeah. 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 So there's a couple of massive crashes. So they're doing 300 k's plus an hour. Um, Verstappen was actually leading the race, and his back left tyre blew out, as did the other. You know, Lance Stroll had blown out earlier in the race. And they said that Pirelli had changed the PSIs for that particular race, and that made the difference. So over because they were trying to stretch these tyres out further, it put so much pressure on them that they blew out. So two of them exactly yeah. the same, on the same straight, probably leads to that being a fair argument. But the interesting one was um, just the different drivers and teams are at, at the top now. So you've got Aston Martin, Alpha Turi and Alpine finishing the top four for the first time this year. So it's been amazing yeah, to watch. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. So it should be. Yeah, it's great. All right, guys. We'll touch on that next week. But I think we've got a triple header coming up with um, Formula One in the coming weeks. Oh, is there? Yeah, triple so, header? Yeah, so, they're, so not in the same week, but over three weeks. I don't oh, know okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was going to say what. Can I want to see my wife? Axel, how did you go last week with your bet? Shit ass. No good. $50 on the nose on the Queenslanders. I was going to say, New South Wales scored a point for every dollar you got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just to rub the soul yeah. in the wound. So it's back around to me, I take it. Back around to you. He's, he's so, not shy about it. He's straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to go south at 17.5 over Newcastle. Yes. At minus seven and a half. By at yeah. least seven. By seven and a half, they'll win by. Uh, into Canberra, who are they playing again? Brisbane. Brisbane. Uh, into Melbourne over the Warriors to give us a return of possible one thirty-eight. Yeah, two dollars seventy-seven. What's that? What's that with the momentum? All right, so Kel, your quiz time. Quiz or new sport? Well, first of all, you would never have seen me park because I'm always here before, well and truly you're before you arrive. They come out of Russia, the Ural city of Ekaterinburg, hosted an exhibition in 2017. <laughs> what it is, you've seen curling with yeah. the, the, the brooms and the, the rocks that they throw down? Yep. They use cars. So teams, four teams of ten pushed compact pocket cars towards giant curling markings on the painted ice. <laughs> There's no engine power of brood. Driver steers the car towards the target while nine others give it a push. And they're running in joggers too, not, yeah. not skates. Look at this. This is quite a, this is quite a park. <laughs> I'm driving this. Yeah, this it looks like me. Bang. <laughs> Whack. Yeah. He doesn't even get out and leave a note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's the missus driving. Yeah. So, guys... Listen out there, type in car curling and have a look at the YouTube. Well, the so, type of weather we've had the last few days, there's probably a few people with a few ice rings happening, yeah. I reckon. All right, quiz. Last five. Here we go. Last five Brownlow medalists. This is, this is yours, Axel. 
last five Brownlow medals. Mm. Um, uh, which is known from Brisbane. We left her hooking out. He got a Brisbane, Brisbane, Brisbane. He came from Fremantle and went to Brisbane. What's his mm-hmm. name? Anyway, he's a lucky deal. Lucky deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, before that was five. Correct. That five. Before that was two Fremantle. All in one. Uh, was it Mitchell? It was. You're going all right here. Three. It was before Mitchell. Uh, so that's Tom Mitchell. Is it? Yeah, it's Tom Mitchell. Um, Paddy Dangerfield? Mm, is he uh, he was, yeah, he was the year before that. Okay. Yeah. So, one so there's one there's one after who won it after Paddy Dangerfield. What club, Kel? He's the best player in the league. Oh, Dusty. Mm. I was gonna say oh, Dusty he has one. Yeah, I was gonna Dusty's say, has he one not won really. one yet? Wow. Alright, so while we're still going. Dally M. Last five Dalian winners. <laughs> well, it's actually six because it was 2016. Two, two, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Can you Google that? Smith. Smith was on one, there. No. Yeah, Smith won 2017. Okay. Who's that one? White won one. White won one last year. Yeah, yeah. it was very, very controversial. Why? Um, oh, something about suspension or something. Yeah, and. People are clearing not getting votes in the game. Oh, that's right. He yeah. got suspended. That's right. Yeah. Um, so the year before that, Travoyevich has no. Well, he's going now. He might. But you, you think in the right position. Fullback. Oh, Tedesco. Teddy. And the year before that was a fullback again. Mm-hmm. The only man from the Warriors ever. Oh yeah, Roger Tuivasa-Shek. And before that. Was a bloke who's got a pretty hefty contract but gone off the boil a bit. New game probably doesn't help him. No, no, mate, not many front rowers win it. It'd be a back. Oh, uh, second, second row, mate. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's go through the list of Roosters. Um, South, no. Oh, Tom Alala? Yeah. yeah, JT, JT won it with... Um, oh, he has dropped off. With a, He's, yeah, pretty went all right last week, though, I think. Yeah. yeah. It was unstoppable. Yeah. This week, was it? Yeah. But you just think that new game of touch is not helping him. Yeah. And the other bloke, the one with Tamalai, probably the best halfback for the last mm. decade, maybe more. Oh, oh no, Thurston, Thurston played halfback, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very good. Well done, Kel. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, Thanks for that. Um, until next week. Enjoy the long week. Yeah. I'll you be the big five zero next week. You survived that very well, Axel. Well, Impressed. Thanks for listening to Three Grams in a Mic podcast. Don't forget to connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 